Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to CTA Tries to Podcast. This is the final episode of this limited series podcast where I was experimenting how to podcast. And um, I guess rightfully, in the last episode, I tested out the Anchor app. So this episode was recorded entirely using the Anchor app. And we have a special guest who I was talking to for the absolute first time. Um, Daniel Madalit Sopiri, also known as Malgambes, on Twitter and just about any other platform. So enjoy this phone call with Malgambes. Also, I am going for an exam right now. Um, yeah, so we talked about my exam and school and a whole bunch of other things. Um, just get into it. Yeah. So make sure you crank up the volume on this episode because the recording from Daniel's side was pretty low. Um, I don't know why, but make sure you crank up the volume if you want to hear it. Hello? Okay, okay. This is far much better. Yay, much better. I can hear you too. Yeah, and it's automatically recording. Okay. This is this is totally experimental, by the way. This is very experimental because I've never used the anchor recording thing, and also I've never talked to you in person, or yeah, I've never talked to you other than on Twitter. So this is totally totally new. Anyway, I hope it'll be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. But you have experience with public speaking, so I don't think you'll be awkward at all. Um, no, in my head right now, I'm like, please don't be awkward. Please don't be awkward. Ah, no, you like, sound fine. Like, imagine your first interaction with, like, with people and then it just goes public. So, like, yeah, it's, it's, it's weird, but it's new. It's I like know, actually. Yeah, I know, right? No, I was also thinking the same thing because I was like, eh, this is also our first interaction and I'm just like, this is going to be our first interaction and then I'm going to put it up as a podcast. But like, like I said with this, I'm like, totally experimenting and we kind of already know like a bit of the stuff we're talking about. Like I said, I was going to tell, we we're going to talk a bit about AI. Um, but first tell me, how's your, how's your year going so far? Mine is really good, actually. Um, I don't know. I I think I ended it really well. I'd like to think mm-hmm. it ended well. So, like, the start was also really good. I didn't really start my year on, like, first of January. It was, like, on the 25th. I think I started mine on Christmas because I was, like, mentally I was... Oh, okay. That. <laughs> I, was so, I was so done with 2019. <laughs> okay, cool. But, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And you graduated, right? Have you graduated? Yeah, I did. Yeah, oh was, my gosh! And jump, are you, it was scary. Why was the graduation scary? It's like jumping into the unknown, you know. Like the longest oh. time college was like all you knew, and then mm-hmm. yeah, I, I moved back to Zambia, so it was tough. It was like a really bad time to move back. But so yep, it it actually it is. I'm not <laughs> even gonna sugarcoat that. Um, but you were doing a lot of extracurricular activities, so it, it can't have been that big of a jump for you. I mean, okay, what were you doing? Like, um, how did you end up in India? Okay, so you're studying computers. You were studying computer science in India. How did you end yeah, up there? 
I, I like to say destiny when people ask <laughs> because um like straight out of high school I was this really eager child and I just wanted to go to university so I think I was done with school at like 16 I was barely 16 and I was bothering mm-hmm. my parents for school and I think I was reading the newspaper and I just saw this university and I was like yo I think I need to go there and you're just like <laughs> wow yes like you just saw this university from the paper and you're like nah that's where I want to go that is that is a what can I say can I say daring or I don't know but because like not a lot of people from Zambia go to study in India you know like people go to like you know like the scholarships which are offered wait you went on a scholarship or um it was it was it was kind of self-financed but like okay cool really minor scholarship which I think was just like marketing to get people to <laughs> just to get people to go yeah but like you know most people like um in zambia like we go for like things like um china scholarships to china australia um i don't know uk canada whatever russia even but china was an option, India- for me, actually. China was an option? yeah so like i had like two universities and i i, I gave my parents like this pros and cons list of like two universities one in china one in india and I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. these are my options. And so they were kind of like, eh, China, you have to learn the language. And that was like a barrier True. for me. Yeah. I thought I would take too much time trying to learn the language. And so like India just made sense. So yeah. Okay. But you know, when China rules the world, like knowing Chinese will be, or knowing Mandarin will be an advantage. I don't think there's any point in my life where I'll ever need to learn Mandarin, but I'm just like, Oh, you know, it seems like a useful language to know because of, yeah, you know, China in Zambia and all that stuff. So, yeah. There can be a whole conversation around mm-hmm. like Zambians learning Mandarin. Funny story, actually, I did learn Mandarin in high school. But, like, oh, which, which high school was that? Because my little brother did too. Which high school, which high school was, was that? It was Crested Crane. Crested Crane. My brother went to the same school. Oh my gosh! I, you know what? I was gonna, I was gonna ask if it was Crested Crane because I was like, yeah, my little brother also learned. Uh, I didn't know you went to Crested Crane. No, okay, I don't. Wait. I don't know a lot of. Your name is very, very familiar. What was your little brother's? No, name? Okay, I don't think you can say no. it, but like, yeah. Um, I no, I, I have, I have two younger. Bro- I had two younger brothers at Crested Crane. One graduated like um, a few years ago. The other one is in grade twelve right now. Um, yeah, I'm not going to say my brother's names, but um, my little brother, he learned, you probably know my brother, are you serious? Both of them, yeah. Are you were, serious? I, yeah, are you serious? Oh, that's cool. He was my classmate. <laughs> are you serious? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh my that's gosh. A, that's a cool, that's an awesome I, revelation. As soon as you said you learned Chinese, you think you've met me? Yeah. How? What? Like the graduation or anything? No, like I wasn't anything. at any of the graduations or anything. The only time you could have possibly met me at Crested Crane is um, me going to me um, like escorting um, my dad to pick up my brothers or something, or paying school fees. Um, I think no, no, it wasn't paying school fees, but there was a time when I actually went to Crested Crane. I remember going into the administrative office. I forgot what I was doing. But yeah, I've been I've been there before. Oh my gosh, that's so that's so cool. Wait, when you when you were there, 
Yeah. When you were there, was there like a computer science society or something? Were you in charge of any societies or anything? Yeah, I was like the secretary and then the president for the computer science society. How many years ago was this? This was like five. Okay, no, that's too far back. Because my little brother, like um, now, like he's into programming and stuff and he's trying to, and he, um, I don't know if he runs or if he wants to run, but he was like, no, there's a grade 12 who was running the computer science society and he wanted to take charge of it. Oh my gosh. Okay. After this, after this uh, recording, we'll, we'll talk about it more. Cause that's so yeah, cool. I know. Yeah. And, and so going back to that, yeah, I remember my little brother, like he, t- he l- was learning Mandarin there for a year, but it was basic stuff like Nihao Laoshi and Nishanti Hama and all that. I, I know that yeah, stuff because so. I was checking, I was the one who was checking his homework and whatnot. Like, <laughs> Yeah. things like that. all right wait oh my gosh that's so cool so we were going to talk about what your mind is my mind is exploding yeah no we'll, we'll talk more after this um but basically what i wanted to talk about in this call was yeah so you know like i told you i'm studying for my artificial intelligence exam which is tomorrow um it's all theory based by the way and I kind of just wanted to use this call as an excuse for me to study and prepare for the call at the same time so I can tell you what, I'm, what I've learned in AI. So did you do, take any AI modules in India? Uh, no, it was an option, uh, but I took data analytics. Okay. Gosh, I feel down. Uh, I don't remember my subjects. <laughs> <laughs> you just graduated no i understand like if you ask me about like stuff like math which i learned last year yeah. if, oh even co- compiler construction i did a whole i did a, a whole um course on compiler construction but i might have yeah, forgotten no, that i like that i like we yeah. did that so. i i did like it but i think i've forgotten some things um all that comes to my head right now is tombstone diagrams um oh wait wait the uh, uh, what's that called? An AST? What's what's this? something syntax trees and all that stuff? All right, things are coming back to me. But we're talking about AI. Oh, so you didn't? So you didn't study AI? I thought, I thought you oh. studied AI. So I was like, I was gonna be like, oh yeah, let me bounce off this knowledge from you because I think like we just learned like really basic stuff. Like um, it's not. It's mostly theoretical. What we've learned is mostly theoretical. Yeah. Um, the only AI we ever had to implement um, was two things, um, search trees for a maze and a Monte Carlo algorithm. So those are the only two AIs which we actually practically implemented. Otherwise, we were learning things like, um, yeah, okay, we learned about more about the search, search algorithms, bread-first search, depth-first search, a star search, um, you know, the combinations of them, like bi-directional search and what iterative deepening. Yeah, whatever, those are things. And then for um, search trees, we learned stuff like, the oh wait, the last two things I was going through were alpha beta pruning and minimax algorithm. That's more for AI for games. And of course, Monte Carlo algorithm, which is what they use for AlphaGo, I believe. Um, yeah, 
Yeah, apparently it's what they use for alcohol. In fact, what I was even reading, because in my notes it was like, oh, the let me check, what was it? It's like, it's, oh yeah, here's the slide. They were like, it's currently state of the art. Well, the Monte Carlo algorithm with the with UCT, which is, what does UCT stand for? I know what it stands for, like um, upper confidence, what is it, upper confidence bound tree or something? Yeah, upper confidence for trees algorithm. So the Monte Carlo with that, they're like, it's state of the art. And yeah, they use it for AlphaGo. So I guess that's what I can talk about really because um, it would be a bit boring if I went more into it. Um, yeah, no, I, and I mean, like right now, all I'm thinking is, wow, you're going to ace this test. No, I mean, I may or may not. Can I tell you, can I tell you the thing about, so my biggest barrier in university has been um, exam and test anxiety. Like that's been my biggest barrier in, in university. Like no matter how much I enjoy what I'm learning, um, mm -hmm. writing tests is just something else. It's just like, oh, like, you know, so scared. Like I'm just always scared because it's like, you know, like I'm always like, oh, if I fail this, like it's the end of the world. Like, yeah, you know, like my mind always goes into the worst case scenarios. I mean, I've been for like counseling and whatnot, but it's like um, I could, I can only limit it so much. So for this exam, like I'm not super, okay. So I'm not super scared as scared as I was before. Like, oh, before it was like, literally I would cry. I would cry before mm -hmm. exams. Because I would just feel like no matter what, I'm going to fail and things like that. But um, right now, I'm pretty comfortable with this because it's theory and it's interesting. Um, though I'm still scared, like deep, like inside, I'm still scared. I'm like, what if I fail? And all that stuff. But I, I used to have like exam anxiety a lot. And um, so like one thing I used to do right before exams was I would, I would like block everything off. I'll just have like my headsets in. They wouldn't allow it, but like I'll just hide somewhere in some corner, right? Before we get into like the exam room. I know. Just yeah. Listen to like my my music and like, you know, try and calm down mm. and not think about like the exam. And like everyone would always be like, hey Daniel, um it's like people like to discuss. Yes, that's the worst thing. That's can I tell you? That's literally the worst thing. That's literally the worst thing for me. Like people coming like right before the exam, they're like, Oh, did you study this? Did you study this? Do you know? I'm like, what are you what are you trying to do to me? What are you what are you trying to do right now? Like what like, what do you gain from this? Can I tell you, like, I literally, like, I'm lucky, like, my university allows this. Um, because, like, when I went to counseling and I was telling them all the things that give me, like, all the things that trigger, um, like, my anxiety and all that stuff. One of the things I said was, like, um, okay, um, exam rooms, first of all. Like, just the size of the exam rooms. Because we write, like, yeah, in the... Very intimidating. Big, yes, it's intimidating. And also, like, being around people at my class. They actually allow me to write like in a separate venue from any, any from everyone else. So, um, like, yeah. Oh, it's except for computer science exams, I go to the same venue. Um, yeah, that's the problem. But at least for this one, since I'm, it's actually a sick exam because um, I was sick the first time I was I was sick when I was supposed to write it um, in November. So I just sent in a doctor's note and. Now I have to write it now and I'm going to be the only one writing it. So like, there's no one who's going to like psych me out. Like, and I'm like, okay, that's an advantage because in one of my exams last year, you, you, what happened was while I was still writing my exam um, and other people left. Um, Cause I also get extra time 
um, for my exam, while, while other people left, as soon as the exam was over, people started discussing the exam. Like when I was right behind, like literally like right behind me. And I'm just like, I, I, I always like, run away. I, I, I couldn't run away because I was still writing the exam, but people are just so, oh my God, like, like anyway. I like, like I, that, that's the last thing I'd want to do after an exam. I, just re- I, really I know, right? Just go home, like, chill, guys, please. Like, I beg of you. Like, this is, look, this is the last year I'm ever writing exams. Like, um, this is the last year I'm ever writing exams um, because this is the last year of my undergrad. And can I, I won't miss it. Like, you cannot pay me enough money to do undergrad again. Like, and, and it's mostly because of tests and exams. Because of tests and exams, you, you can't pay me enough money. Like, I hate it so much. I hate tests and exams so much. Um, no, yeah, like. This was like me. I, mm. I had enough. I had enough. Wow. Mm. But yeah, you'll get yeah. to it. I'm more than sure you will. Oh, yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I feel like I don't feel so bad about it. It's just like um, when I think about it too much, that's when it gets to me. But I think when I go there tomorrow, I'll be I'll be I'll probably be fine. I'll be fine. Um, I'm going to be the only one there. That's the nice thing is I'm going to be the only one there. I think that's my favorite thing is that when I go there tomorrow. Um, yeah. I'm just going to go and it's just going to be me in the exam room. Like, and you know, um, okay. So like over the years, like I was learning like, you know, tips and tricks for exams. So like if you're struggling, you know, like just take a break, walk around and all that stuff. It's a bit awkward to do that. Like when other people are in like, okay, I mean, I do like say, let me go to the bathroom and then I take a walk. But like yeah. now at least I'm all alone. So, you know, like maybe they'll even let me just stand up and walk around if I'm stressed. Like that stuff actually does help me. Like just yeah. like st- um, looking away from the paper and then coming back, it does help me. Uh, but yeah, I don't, I'm not too, I'm not super worried about it. I'm not crazy worried about it. I think I'll do fine. And, but, oh, and after that, I'm like so excited about the rest of the year. Um, I, yeah. Um, Oh, I also need to write an exam, the, what, Android certification exam, but that I'm more comfortable with it because I'm writing it in my comfort zone, like on my desk and all that stuff. Like, And if I fail, it's not like I have to pay. Oh, the other thing is like when you fail in university. No, it's not the Udacity one. It's the plural side one. Oh, cool. Yeah. I tried the Udacity one, but then like I – I didn't have much time for it, so I had to drop out of it. So, but this time with the floral side one, I was I managed to go the whole way. Um, oh yeah, yeah. So I was about to say like, oh, the other thing that I hate about university exams, like the other thing which like weighs on me a lot, is the fact that if you fail, right? Like it's yeah. like it costs a lot of money to fail a university exam. Like if you fail, you have to first you have to it it will it holds you back a year. You have yeah, to repay the for the module. Also. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that and and I'm in another country. Like and I have to pay a whole year, a whole year of living expenses just for me having one bad moment. Like it mm. sucks too much. The penalty is too high. The penalty is too high. Um, but at least like you know, like if I'm doing an online course and I write an exam, if I yeah. like for the plural side one, I mean like like I'm not the one who's paying for the exam. And if I fail. It's whatever. So, like, I don't have the pressure. I don't have so much pressure on me. Can, can you rewrite that? Uh, I think so. I think if I if I rewrite it, I have to pay for it. And But oh. even then, like, it's like, 
yeah, I think it's like $150 to write the, oh, it's the Google certif- Google Android certification exam. I think it's $150. And that compared to a whole year of university fees and a whole year of studying again, a whole year of living expenses and food is much less. Like, yeah. If I, if I didn't make it to the end, because it was like, um, like only, I don't know if you, do you, you know about, do you know about the whatever, Andela ALC um, uh, yeah, Pro-Site yeah. thing. And you, I've heard did, oh, did you sign up for it? Did you sign up for it? No, I did not, actually. I, oh, okay. For some reason. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I've, I've been seeing so many people tweeting their progress. And oh, okay. I, 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 yeah. I it it did and it was actually supposed to end early so it actually it tech it's technically it's ended like the only thing now is people's examination phases that's the only thing people are writing exams and people are writing exams at different times i don't know i don't know why i guess they had i don't i don't know why they changed the schedule on that but whatever as long as we're still doing it um but you know how it is like you know how they like cut off people at every phase like it starts with a hundred thousand and ten thousand and a thousand and things like that yeah, um congratulations yeah i mean for making it to the end i am surprised but i am happy because like i did actually put in work for it mm. um and i i want i want to pass like i want to i really want to pass um but anyway what, what was i gonna say i was gonna say um oh yeah, yeah so like even if you don't reach the end like even if you don't reach the final selection like you already like they've already given you all this information for free that you can learn at your own pace and then you can write the exam whenever you want. Like if you want to write the exam, you can just pay 150 after, you know, taking advantage of all the, th- the free resources and stuff. Uh, I love these, um, these free things. <laughs> yeah. You were saying. I, I wanted to find out about the certification and like, and like how, how that is. Cause like, I, like for some time I, I was really like, I was trying to get as many certifications as I wanted, as I could, well, really. Um, let me go see your, I'm about to go check your LinkedIn. Are your certifications on your LinkedIn? No, they aren't. Because, <laughs> like, uh, I, well, so, so I, would, I would print them out and then, like, stack them. I have, like, I have, like, all the physical copies. It was mostly just, like, Whoa. yeah, it, it, it's, it's, like, very, it's, it's, like, this feeling. It's you know, addictive? Like, yeah. <laughs> Cause like, cause I know there's people who like frame them and put them like on walls or something. But like for some time, that's like all I wanted to do. It was like Udacity, Udemy, Pluralsight, and there's another one. Uh, I forgot it. But like, edX. Yeah, nah, no, TEDx. Oh, oh edX. edX. Yeah, oh. maybe I don't know. Coursera, those things. Yes, those. So like, I I was super into like data science and machine learning so i was i was getting as many as i could it was it was fun but it, i think it became like an addiction and i i was really <laughs> doing it for like the certificate and not you know so yeah. not not for the education well that's not a, it's not like the worst addiction to have an addiction to getting certification <laughs> it's not like the worst thing you can have um by the way can you explain your your oh sorry continue continue what you're saying yeah, I mean, like, I wasn't building stuff, so like, I was just like, oh, I see. like consuming all this content, but like, I wasn't actually advancing my knowledge like the way I wanted to. So yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, 
I, I had to let that go. I haven't got one in like a year. Uh, oh my I'm gosh. Worried. You're jonesing, man. Like, oh, you need that rush again. <laughs> oh. Okay, I found you. Can Yeah, so I was going to ask, can you explain your Twitter handle? It's um, Mal Gambas. How do you, what is it, Mal Gambas? It's Mal Gambas. I mean, at least that's What does it mean? What is it? What is it? So someone asked me this recently and I I think I forgot because I created this when I was like 13. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'll give you the backstory and then I'll get into explaining it. So this was okay. this was like a very underage me trying to mm-hmm. sign up for Facebook because everyone was doing it. And I mm-hmm. needed an email address. And like, of course, my name was taken because it's like the most... Yeah, all the... Yeah, Daniel Perry, of no, course. <laughs> is it two of the most common names ever. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, I I needed something very unique so that I could have like a very unique email ID and um, so my full names are Daniel Madalso. Then I've got another name which I don't really like to talk about, and then Piri. But it's just a G though. So um, so I was like, yeah, let's let's play around with these names and create like a name, like a I don't know what what do they call them? wow. <laughs> So yeah, like, like I, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. So like the the M A is from Madeliso, and then the mm-hmm. how is it spelled? M A L G A M V S. Okay, yeah. So the M A is from Madeliso, and the G A is from my other name. That's a G, and um, then the the V S is because I was a mm-hmm. I was super crazy about about soccer and football, so. Um, this this Danny Alves was like one of my favorite players at the okay. time, so I thought like you know Alves makes sense. So I was like, yo, Malgambes, put this stuff. Like I, I I literally I can remember myself like writing everything down and like joining all the words. And it's like a eureka moment, and then I was like, and it all made sense. Yeah. Well, it, it you you definitely made a like unique thing because I. I, I cannot see any other human being like having that amalgam. It's like, well, I don't know any other human being who would have that name. Like, it, 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 it makes yeah. me proud, but like, uh, I wish I wish I didn't commit to it so much because, like, <laughs> on the internet, like, if you search Malgambas, I like, like, like you said, it's I'm only you, only you. Malgambas. Yeah. So, I mean, it's cool for like SEO. <laughs> But like, um, yeah, I, I'm I'm starting to like my middle name more, and I've like Twitter is Which, doing this thing. Madeliso? Yeah, so I never used to like it mm-hmm. when I was younger for some reason, but yeah, I I really like it a lot now, and I'm I'm trying to change my everything to Madeliso, but that's not possible because I think it's taken. Yeah, no, Madalise was definitely taken. Also a very common name. All three of your names are quite common in Zambia. Yeah, it's sad. I'm, I'm quite a common person. <laughs> but that's, <laughs> I, find, I find that an advantage. It's, it's, it's very nice to be relatable mm-hmm. because I think well, it, I can do my job mm-hmm. better or do what I like better. 
Oh, the other thing about that is like it's a it's a kind of a way to also protect yourself because I feel like um you know these other like your name like using um pseudonyms or even just having a very common name is it it makes it a bit easy to protect yourself like um online I guess like okay that's my theory because like I mean if someone was looking for you okay. Like Malgambas, that's easy to find. But let's say like you never used Malgambas and like you only had Daniel Perry. Like if someone wanted to find you, like it would be very hard to find you. Like they would have to know more about you if they really want to find you. Because if they just look for Daniel Perry, even Daniel Madaliso Perry, they wouldn't, they would like not be able to find so many people. Um, like I used to enjoy like when my name, when Site Nube or Stembile Nube, I used to enjoy when I first started using the internet and um there were no people, there weren't many CETAs online. But although I'm very surprised that someone took my Gmail name and I was like one of the, like I tried to join Gmail early, but my name went. But anyway, like at first I was like, oh, it's so cool that I'm alone. But then now there are more people with my name online. And then I'm like, okay, well, I mean, on one hand, like if you try to find, if you try to find me by my full name, it might be a little difficult. Um, and my, but my, you know, CETA, my short name, like it, it doesn't give you much personal, personal data about me. Like, it's not like something which you can link to, like, my bank account or details or things like that. Like, people know me as Sita, and I'm perfectly fine with that. I mean, I've never really thought about it like that. I, I've never, you know, I'm, it's not, not that I'm not trying to hide, but maybe I mm-hmm. haven't just had that privacy conversation with myself. Because, like, mostly yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be found. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, um, it's good if the stuff I'm putting out is easier to find. But then... And you're in computer like, science. Yeah. You need like, to... <laughs> yeah. But like when the personal aspect and like the privacy part comes in, then, then yeah, I think it's it's a good way to hide. There's like a sea of Daniels and Madame Sol. And Piri's. <laughs> like, Piri is actually literally the most common surname in Zambia. I only found that about out, like, I think, like, last month or something like that. I only found that out recently. I was I surprised. Saw, I was I like, oh, it was I... on Reddit, yeah? The most common. Oh, it was on Reddit or something. Ah. Uh, because I was like, yeah, because I thought it was like, um, what I thought, I thought it would be like Banda or something. Because ba- Banda sounds more common. I think Banda was Malawi, but I was shocked. I'm not surprised. Mm-hmm. Piri is pretty common. Mm-hmm. Uh, I might have to end the call like right now because um, I'm expecting load shedding to happen at 22. Um, yeah, that's it. That's so soon. It is soon. Yeah. So yeah, we uh, uh, be abruptly cut. Okay, it was nice talking to you. We'll talk more. We'll talk more about Crested Crane and whatnot. And are you going to go to Global Game Jam? Yeah, I just registered. I've never been to one. I'm Yay! Yay! Awesome! Awesome! So exciting. Yeah, now definitely talk more. And I mean, since you're going to be a, a host on Codecast, ZM, I'm probably going to hear your voice more too. Okay. Well, yeah, I'm, so, I'm happy to have a dedicated listener already. Yay. So you have two minutes. Is there anything you want to say to end this podcast? Any plug, anything? I don't know. Whatever you want to say. Gosh, I don't know. Um, I, I would want to plug DevCon and at my Twitter. Ooh. 
Um, When's DevCon gonna be? DevCon is September. Very excited for it. It's um, yeah. Ooh, yeah. Start planning now. Yeah, we've started planning much earlier, and we are awesome. going to announce a bunch of amazing speakers and sponsors very soon. So check that out. It's at dev underscore no devcon underscore zm, and then you can. I'm sure we've like heard enough of my alias Malgamvis. Yeah. <laughs> Like, you can check okay. my Instagram. I used to be cool. Thank you for listening to this episode. Make sure you check out DevCon ZM, which is Zambia's annual platform for developers. And, yeah, find out more about the conference. If you want to attend, it's going to be in September. If you're a developer in Zambia, make sure you attend DevCon. Keep your eyes out. They're planning it right now. And... It's all about you. The, the conference is made because of the participants. So make sure you sign up and follow them on all social media platforms. And also make sure to follow Daniel at Malgambes. Malgambes, M-A-L-G-A-M-B-E-S. Right. And thank you for listening to the last, last episode. I'm heading out to my exam soon. If you're my enemy, please uh, don't use this opportunity to curse me. Just wait for something else, please. It's just an exam. Please, like, just let me pass this, please. Come on. Um, yeah, but thank you for listening to CT Tries the Podcast. This is the final episode in the series. We may expect a bonus episode in the future. But otherwise, thank you so much, listeners. I've had a great time learning how to podcast. And I feel a lot more comfortable speaking to people alone in a room so yeah gotten a lot of experience from this you'll hear from me again don't worry about it but this is the end of sita tries to podcast thank you for listening <laughs>